You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Okay, it's time to talk to someone who I know is going to look gorgeous in burnt orange. Oh. Giving out his plays. Fires to the end zone. Touchdown! Alabama wins! Props. Jackson takes it himself. Look at him. Turn back and forth. Oh! He broke his ankles. Now he's got an entourage. And he's got a touchdown. Parlays for today. Parlay. That's the one. Parlay. It's P.J. Glasser. Let's bring in a man. A man who has a lot of pride. A man who is a proud backer of the Crimson Tide. A man who is probably tired of hearing this song. He is the co-host of Inside the Betting Lines every Sunday from 1 to 5 Eastern. Live from MGM National Harbor, it is P.J. Glasser. All right, P.J., I have a burnt orange jersey, a special edition jersey for you to wear here during the show. I'm excited about that. But I just want your take in general because I cannot be... I cannot be objective. It's very difficult for me to do so. But just just as an Alabama fan, what was your takeaway from watching that incredible game? And it was a great game. I know it didn't end up the way you wanted it to be, but it was a slugfest there for a while. It was, Jenks. Congrats to your Longhorns. Impressive victory. The thing that stood out the most was Bama took the lead in that game. Uh, I believe it was like 16-13, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Texas came back, responded, and then – they got that interception, went up 11. Bama scored again, cut it down to three. And then Texas answered again. I think the thing that impressed me the most was when Quinn Ewers and the offense needed a drive, they responded twice. And that that was the thing that like you want to see if you're a Texas fan for them to kind of take that next step. And when they had to come through, they did. Uh, they're, they're really, really good. I mean, that offense, they got a pro quarterback. They got pro receivers. They got an athletic tight end. Their front seven on defense is really good. So Texas was heavily favored to win the Big 12, deservedly so. They are by far the mo- most talented team in that league. And, uh, Jenks, your team is, I mean, they're they're good enough to win the whole thing, man. Like, that would be the kind of team that could beat Georgia because they have a pro quarterback, they have yeah. pro receivers. Like that's that's the kind of team that that could obviously we saw them beat an SEC team. That's the kind of team that can win the whole thing. So I, I was really impressed with when the offense needed a drive in that second half twice. They came through and delivered. Oh, oh right. man, 
Jenks is on cloud nine right now. Somebody's going to have to get him down out of the clouds after this. Chelsea, PJ, no. What glowing colors? No, no, just let me be in the clouds for a couple days, please. All right, PJ. Well, Jenks is up in the stratosphere. Give us some plays in college football. <laughs> Looks like you got to play for us in Georgia Tech and Ole Miss. Yeah, so guys, this week in college football, I would go easy because the slate isn't great. Next week, mm -hmm. however, is terrific. You got Penn State and Iowa. You got Notre Dame and um, Ohio State, Florida State, Clemson, Bama, Ole Miss, like Colorado, Oregon. There are so many good games next week. So my approach kind of this week is who's going to be looking ahead? Where are the sandwich spots? And I think Georgia Tech and Ole Miss is my favorite sandwich spot on the board. Ole Miss coming off a tough game against Tulane, who's probably the best group of five team in college football. They played them without their quarterback. They pulled away late in the fourth quarter, but that game was a struggle. Next week, Ole Miss has Bama. And if there's one team that Lane Kiffin wants to beat, it's Bama. And they just watched that Texas game. And they saw Texas go into Tuscaloosa and beat Bama. They probably feel like they can do the same thing. So I would take a shot with Georgia Tech here. I don't know if they can win the game, but I think they can hang around and they can keep it close against Ole Miss. We're talking with P.J. Glasser, the co-host of Inside the Betting Lines, every Sunday from 1 to 5 in the East, live from MGM National Harbor. Also check him out as host of Send It In every weekday at 1.30 p.m. in the East. So Texas, Wyoming, I actually like Wyoming here. Plus the points. I feel like it's a letdown spot for Texas, but again, hard for me to look at things the right way. What are you thinking here? Jenks, I'm right with you. It's it's a it's a letdown spot, right? I mean, Texas just beat their first top three team in, in over 10 years. And Wyoming's the worst kind of team to play in a letdown spot because how great their defense is, and they can just make this thing ugly for Texas. I like we're getting the hook at 28 and a half, but you know, you're coming off the Bama win. You got Baylor next week, which is an in-state rival. And here comes Wyoming, who, by the way, has already beaten one Big 12 team. They upset Texas yeah. Tech, so they have no fear. They returned nine defensive starters from last year. They're a really well-coached team. So this is a game Texas has to be careful because Wyoming, you're going to have to beat Wyoming, and they're going to force you into some mistakes and it's just your classic. You have an incredible win. How focused is Texas this week getting ready for Wyoming? So much like the Georgia Tech game, I don't think Wyoming can win. But this is a game Texas should be careful because these are the worst kind of teams to play in a, in a letdown spot that are really good defensively that can muck up the game and make it ugly. So I'm with you, Jenks. I like Wyoming plus the points. Speaking of mucking up the game and keeping it low scoring, that's exactly how I feel about this Bengals and Ravens matchup in the NFL this week. Classic AFC North battle. But your Ravens getting three and a half points in this one. How are you feeling when it comes to a play on the Bengals and the Ravens game? Chelsea, I'm feeling great about fading my team. Guys, I would take the Bengals really? in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. oh yeah. Take the Bengals. If you can get a minus three, that's even better. But three and a half, I, I, I like all the same, which is saying a lot, obviously, because you're getting the hook. I think a lot of people are going to like the Ravens because of how the Bengals look last week. It's a divisional game. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're going to talk about the Ravens wanting revenge for how the playoffs went last year. If Huntley doesn't fumble, if Lamar played in that game, the Ravens win. 
take the Bengals, guys. Lay the points. I'm telling you, the Ravens have some key injuries. They're probably going to be without their top two offensive linemen, Ronnie Stanley and Tyler Lindenbaum in this game. Marcus Williams, one of their safeties, is going to be out. Marlon Humphrey might play. Even if he does, he's not going to be at full strength, and he's going to go up against Jamar Chase mostly, who is the receiver he struggles most, most with. So this is a fate of the Ravens because of the injuries that they have, and they just have a tough time dealing with Cincinnati, especially in Cincinnati. Burrow had 85 passing yards last week. Like, that's not really a guy I would want to face the week after with how poorly he played. So, again, we're all looking at how Cincinnati played last week, and it's a divisional game, and you're getting the hook. I would lay the points with Cincinnati. They're going to win this game by 7 to 10 points. PJ, Seahawks at the Lions, and this is the perfect maybe overreaction game. Not sure or not, depending on how you look at it, because the Lions beat the Chiefs, Seahawks lose to the lowly Rams. How's this going to play out? Jenks, there are three of these kinds of games this week where teams are in the spot like Seattle where you're buying low on them, and mm-hmm. the Lions, you're, you're selling high, right? And you said it. Think about the Lions. Everybody, this was kind of the team that people thought maybe could be a dark horse in the NFC. They go on the road to Arrowhead, national TV opening night. They get that win. And then here's Seattle, who loses by 17 at home to the Rams, a team we all thought was going to stink. Now this line's up to six. I've had people texting me like, should I take the Lions in Survivor Pool this week? The Seahawks just lost to the Rams. They got killed. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Not only are the Seahawks going to cover this plus six, this, this, they might win this game outright. So I really like Seattle this week. I, I think this is a great buy low spot on the Seahawks. All right, next up, let's go to uh, a team that did not look good in their first week. The Bears looked terrible. They're facing the Bucks this week. Who's the play here? The Bears are the play, plus three, probably my favorite play of the week, and then Ooh. I would take them to, to win the game as well over the Bucks. So, again, it's the same thing, right? The Bucks one is outright underdogs against Minnesota. Now the perception around the Bucks is that, you know what, maybe maybe they aren't going to be as bad as they think. That defense looked awesome. Maybe if Baker's okay, they can win some games. And then on the flip side, here's Chicago who had all this hype around them. Oh, Justin Fields, maybe he could win MVP. Maybe the Bears could win the North. And now they get blown out by the Packers, and, and it's all like anti-Bears, and they're going to suck this season. It's one game everybody needs to pump the brakes this is what you look for if the bears would have beaten the packers on sunday they're favored in this game instead they struggle against a team who they always struggle against and now we're getting them at plus three this is just this is the spot to take the bears guys best bet of the week i'd take a money line as well they're gonna win oh love that all right pj got about a minute and a half here steelers and the browns what say you Jenks, I've watched this rivalry my entire life. And much like Bears and Packers, the Steelers always dominate the Browns. Mike Tomlin is way too good of a head coach to let last week's performance happen again. Uh, I just think that was more about how good San Francisco looked and how good Brock Purdy looked than the Steelers. They're at home in prime time. 
And as great as the Browns' defense was on Sunday, Deshaun Watson still didn't look that great. And they just lost their offensive tackle, Jack, Jack Conklin, for the year. It's not exactly somebody you want to lose when you're getting ready to gear up for T.J. Watt. So I cannot believe this thing is ballooned up to two and a half. I know I said the Bears are my best bet at plus three. If the Steelers somehow get up to plus three, guys, this might be the best bet of the entire year. We are overreacting way too much to the Cleveland Browns. The Steelers dominate them. We'll be reminded of that on Monday night. Steelers in a bounce back. I like them again. I like them with the points, and I like them to win outright as well. Love it. He is co-host of Inside the Betting Lines every Sunday from 1 to 5 in the East, live from MGM National Harbor. Check him out today as host of Senate in at 1.30 in the East. It's PJ Glasser. PJ, always love hearing from you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Ooh, how about that bet of the year with the Steelers? That might just be a blind tail for this guy, even though you should never do that. He just talked me into it, I think. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.